joining us as he always does at 2.30 on a Monday, brought to you by Apex and the uh, 110 Grill in uh, Destiny, USA. We bring in uh, Adrian Autry. Red, uh, welcome in. Good to see you on this uh, Monday. And it is the day after the Super Bowl. How'd you spend your uh, your Super Bowl Sunday? How'd you take in the game last night? Yeah, I watched it just a little quiet evening with me and my wife. Uh, Watched uh, from beginning to end. Very exciting game, but it wouldn't be... You know, no big event like like we have now in sports, Super Bowls, finals, any type of event like that without a little bit of controversy, right? <laughs> but I thought it was a great game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a high-level game is what I thought, right? Yeah, it does end, you know, the penalty or not a penalty or or, or whatever. What, what's your view on that as, uh, you know, an athlete, a, a competitor, when you, when you see, not that it decided a game, but, you know, it impacted the way the game ended when you, when you see a flag like that or, you know, a call in a basketball game late in the game? You know, uh, from from you always want to you always want to decide the game. You know, you always want the referees to kind of decide the game and let the players decide the game. Um, and even um, you know, being a part of it, it 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 bothers you that you know you feel like a call kind of changed um, the game and gave someone a momentum um, to to win a game or to lose a game. And that that bothers you. That bothers you as a player and even that person that you know, committed the foul or the flag or whatever, you know, depending on the sports you're in, um, that, that's, that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow. You know, if if you, if they win straight up, no, no type of discrepancies, you can, you can win that way and you can take that loss a little bit better. Yeah. And you know, after the game, James Bradbury was the guy that called the penalty on. He's like, yeah, you know, I had a hold of them. You know, I was hoping they wouldn't call it and they did. And the, the ref Carl Sheffers came out and said, you know, that's a textbook hold and whatever. Uh, in your sport, uh, Red, it, it kind of went the other way uh, with the Duke and Virginia on Saturday where just a weird ending to the game. Like, was there a foul? Is the game over? Like, watching it, you're like, what just happened? And then when the, the ACC comes out with a little letter after the game that, like, uh, yes, Duke should have gotten free throws. Here's the rule. And we considered the case closed. Like, you know, stuff like that's going to happen every now and again. I imagine, like, that, if you're Duke this week, has to be, like, impossible to swallow knowing that you should have had a chance to win the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, you know, I think if you play the game and you've been around the game long enough, you know, you've 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 had you've been in that situation before, um, and sometimes you come out on the other end. Sometimes you don't. Um, the good thing about it is, I know they getting prepared to play the next game, and at this time of the season, that's all you can do: win or lose. You got to get prepared for the next game. So, but definitely something, definitely a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're on the, on on the other end of uh, of of the call, well, let me ask you this about not that specific play, Red, but you know if something like that happens in, in a game, would you rather um, get the letter that they screwed up or just have it ignored going forward? Like, do you want to hear after the fact that oh yeah they screwed it up, but sorry we can't do anything about it? You know what? It really doesn't matter at that point. I mean, because you know the record is the record, and that's the most important thing. So, you know, we take we 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 lose. Um, and the letter is not going to make me feel any better. No. <laughs> it's just not. It, it's not going to help you in the win-loss column. It, it's just going to remind you about it later. It's a it's a whole thing with that. But uh, Red Autry is our guest, and you, you'll be seeing uh, the team that came out on the, the wrong end of that coming up on Saturday in the Dome. Duke will be here. Your next opponent is NC State tomorrow night. We'll get into that. But uh, no game this past weekend, so let's work backwards. So what, what have you guys done since uh, Florida State and the win down in Tallahassee last week? How, how did you handle a little rest this weekend, or, or what did you do with the guys since that last game? I think we just focused on you know getting better. 
um, working on things that we need to get um, better for, and then also preparing for, you know, NC State, um, which is uh, we play tomorrow. And just, uh, you know, those are the things that we worked on and really kind of wanted to get ourselves better, clean up some stuff, you know, uh, address some things on, on, both, on both sides of the ball, you know, uh, defensively and offensively and then start to get prepared for NC State. And let's go back to the Florida State win, which was uh, last Wednesday, where you know it felt like stuff got addressed as that game went on. We know, we know rebounding's been an issue all year, and you were down early in that game and getting crushed on the boards in the first half. The second half might have been the best rebounding half you guys have had all season. What, what went into a half like that, Red, to really uh, win you that basketball game? You know, I thought I thought on the defensive end rebounding. I thought all five guys rebound. I think Joe has seven rebounds. That's always big for us when our guards can get in there and help rebound. Um, I thought everybody that stepped on the floor, um, that played extensive minutes, contributed in the rebounding department, and that was huge. And then offensively, we, we got going. I, I thought Judah really picked it up. You know, late in the hat, late in the game. When once we got back, we climbed back in, and he got he got going, getting to the basket. And I thought Jesse made some big finishes, um, and not easy finishes. I mean, that 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 finish that he that lob that he caught, you know, uh, backwards and dunked it. That was a big time finish. Mm-hmm. I thought Joe Joe made some really big plays and shots. And Chris, you know, Chris got a big big rebound and put back. And I thought he you know he gave us six rebounds. So I mean, makes sense. I just thought everybody everybody really in the second half um, contributed on the rebounding end, and oh. that's what we need. What what about Chris Red and uh, Chris Bell? You know, early in the season, like it was kind of a it was a joke at some point. Like he couldn't get a rebound. Like literally, he was going games without getting uh, a rebound. Now he wasn't hitting his shot last game, but coach kept him in the game. It, it feels like that that is rebounding effort on defense, all that stuff. It, it feels like he's starting to at least get a you know a grasp of what that is at this level. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, he, you know, coach. We talked about it the other day in practice. You know, you guys are now sophomores. You played enough games. You're moving into your sophomore year, so that experience is rubbing off. They understand what it takes, and when you get, and the good thing about that is when you get six or seven rebounds. I think he had six, mm-hmm. um, and you come out with the win, and you didn't shoot well. Um, but you played well. You know, he had a good floor game where he was active and he rebounded and then he got to the basket, got to the free throw line. Um, he got an offensive rebound as well and put back, which was big. You know, those are the things that you, you know, you, they, they start to understand that it's more than just shooting. It's just more than just scoring. I think, you know, all, you know, all teams kind of, you know, that's the fight for all teams, you know, trying to get them to contribute, you know, on the, on the defensive end. And uh, it's good to be able to do that. And, and get away with, and, and come away with a win. Yeah, I mean, it sounds dumb to say, but he, I mean, the guy who's known as a three point shooter, he was one of nine from three. I thought it, I, I don't know about you, Red, I thought it was the best game he played all season, which sounds crazy and that he couldn't hit a shot. But, you know, you look at that other stuff, it, it felt like it, it contributed more to winning than sometimes his shooting does. I agree with you, Brian. I mean, he, he he took some good shots. A couple of them went in and out, but overall, he you know like he he rebounded the ball. He was active. He kept people in front of him. Um, he got his hands deflections. He ran the floor. All the little things that don't show up, you know, on the stats. And he and he did that, you know. And I think uh, he you know that's that was big for him. Yeah, and uh, you know you're going to figure the shots are going to go in more often than not. That's uh, been proven up till uh, this point. And if you can do the other stuff, that uh, turns into a pretty good player uh, down the stretch here. Red Autry is our guest. Uh, we we know though. I mean, it's good to have Chris going. We know who your main three guys are on offense. It's Joe, Judah, and Jesse. And you know, it feels like they've almost traded off at various points. And one guy's cooking, and then maybe it's uh, the next. And now the last two games, they've combined for sixty in the last two games each, which is the highest total of the season. Is it starting to come together with you know those guys being able to figure out okay, when's my time? When's my time of how they're playing off each other this year? 
I, I think so. I think uh, they're starting to mesh and gel and, and 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 play well, you know, all together at the same time. Even when we went through that stretch, you know, um, you know, maybe one played one one played well, two others didn't. Maybe two played well, one didn't. Mm-hmm. I think in his last couple of games, especially on the road, um, I think all three kind of gel together and have big moments and, and and that's what we need. We need all three of those guys playing well and I think they are right now and I think they understand how to get each other involved and how to play off of each other now. And yeah, it takes a while, right? I mean, Joe is a, a veteran. You know, Jesse missed the back half of last season. And obviously, Judah is a freshman. And I think a lot of it's right on, on Judah figuring out, you know, like, okay, when to go and, and when not to go. How, how have you noticed him kind of getting a grasp on it? It felt like his last I don't know, 10 minutes, eight minutes of the game uh, last Wednesday. He had, a, he had a great sense of, you know, how hard to push the accelerator down. Yeah, I think Judah's doing a really good job of finishing games. Um, and I think Joe is um, kind of filled in that role as well. Um, they just really playing well off each other. But I thought Judah really made some good good decisions down the stretch, um, not only at the Florida State game, but at the – at the end of the Boston College game as, as well. So the last two games, he's really finished well and um, made some good decisions late in the game. Red Autry with us, as he is every Monday at 2.30, brought to you by Apex and the 110 Grill, both which can be found in Destiny, USA. Uh, Red, tomorrow night, NC State. Uh, we know how good Terquavion Smith is. This guy uh, can play with anybody in the league. He can score with anybody in the country uh, uh, pretty much. But you're not 20-6, and six, right, if it's just one guy. How is the rest of the team, I guess, working around uh, Terquavion to do what NC State has accomplished so far this year? I mean, they have they have every answer that you that you that you want to be a good team, and obviously, hence the record. They got inside playing DJ Burns, who's a low down there, skilled guy, one of the most skilled guys uh, down there. Great touch around the basket. And then you got Casey Morse, who's probably shooting, probably leading the league in three point shooting percentage in the last four or five games. He's shooting lights out along with Taquavion Smith and Markel Joyner, who's just he just came off a big game, hit five threes. But he's 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 been leading them the whole year and he has that veteran leadership. So they got a good veteran team. Um you know, they got good pieces, you know, a perimeter play, inside play, uh good defense. You know, they they get after you, they they make you play fast, they push push the tempo. So just they can just score in a lot of different ways. They got four, and you mentioned the guys, Burns, Morsell, Joyner, and uh, Terquavion. Uh, they're all averaging at least 12 a game. And uh, Jarkel Joyner, we talk about Smith, he's averaging 16 a game, so he's not that far behind uh, Smith. But but on Terquavion Smith, what, what makes him special, Red? What, what stands out about his game? I mean, as soon as he steps in the gym, he's in range, man. Yeah. <laughs> he can make them. Um, but uh, he's really um, – the thing about him is last year he really scored, but this year he's added playmaking. So along with his 18 points, he's averaging about four or five assists. So he's he's getting his teammates involved, and I think that's the biggest improvement in his game that he's allowing these he's getting these other guys and making the other guys with all the attention that he receives. He's making it easier for those making it easier for those guys, and he's making teams pay with all the attention that he's had. So he's he's really took big strides. Um, you know he can score, he can score all three levels. He can get out in transition. Um, he can finish in the mid range. Obviously. His, he can shoot from three-point range and deep, too, and he gets it up quick. He's just a load to handle. And uh, last thing for you, Ed, and I know you guys are focused on tomorrow night at NC State, but you'll be playing Duke as well before we next uh, chat next Monday. I know you've uh, seen him a little bit this season. What, what do you make of this this Duke team? It was always going to be kind of weird, right? First year post-Coach uh, K. Uh, how have they handled things down there in Durham this year? I think they're doing a good job. Talented team, very young. 
depend on a lot of freshmen, kind of, you know, like we don't depend on as many freshmen as they, as, as they do. But young team, they uh, they have talent. Um, they, 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 they just went down to Virginia and, and played those guys to overtime. And as, and as we know, Virginia is a tough place to play. Um, and so, again, very talented team, young. They're getting better. Um, they'll, be a, they'll be a handful as well. All right, we'll look forward to those games. Uh, again, it will be tomorrow night at 7 o'clock against NC State, then 6 o'clock on uh, Saturday evening uh, against Duke. Looking forward to both of those week, uh, those games this week. Red, uh, thanks as always, and we'll uh, recap them uh, next Monday when you're back here, okay? Thanks, Brian. Have a good week. You too. That is uh, Red Autry, and a, a good week for the Orange would uh, get them in the mix to you know, start thinking about being in the mix. So we, we look forward to that with the two potential uh, big-time wins this week, uh, looking at net rankings, we love to look at the net rankings. Uh, NC State is currently 36th in the net rankings, Duke 31, so they are both kind of right on that borderline in uh, home games to be a quad one and or quad two uh, wins, if they are wins uh, for the yards. So a huge opportunity uh, this week for Syracuse with Duke and NC State. Wolfpack coming up uh, tomorrow. Thanks as always to Red, who joins us on Monday. Is brought to you by Apex and the 110 Grill, both of them in Destiny, USA. Take our final break here, our final wrap when we come back. Ah, how'd that happen so fast? The show just started just one hour today. Apologies, apologies. We'll be back, though, tomorrow, two hours tomorrow, and the rest of the week. We'll be here, same bat time, same bat place for the uh, normal amount of bat time uh, coming up uh, for the rest of the week. But we'll come back with our final wrap here for the day. And uh, get you ready for the rest of the week. After this, it is QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.